It's time to shut up and listen with your host, Jamila Bannister and Carla Johnson, the podcast where we get real about marketing, personal branding, and life as an entrepreneur. Carla, you ready? I'm ready. It's time to shut up and listen. Let's go. All right. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode here of Shut Up and Listen. I am your one of your hosts, Jamila Bannister, and we also have the lovely Miss Carla Williams Johnson here. Indeed, I am lovely. I'm just like <laughs> you guys. <so. laughs> oh my God. Guys, we, I swear we had a podcast before recording this podcast. We just had the whole discussion before <laughs> we came Yes, on. and we got very emotional and very upset and very like just into it. And Jamila was like, Carla, just hit record. Just hit record. Like, <laughs> pretty much. Yes. Pretty much, you know. So we hope you enjoyed last week's episode with Miss Carissa Daniel. Mm-hmm. Amazing, amazing guest. Um, honestly, I, I thought about that episode a lot this week and I, I was actually talking to somebody about it yesterday, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah, because what she said really resonated. Yes. It, um, Carissa, if you did not listen to the episode, Carissa was actually on talking about mindset and how to prepare your mind for success and for greatness and she you know she she walked us through some exercises and she helped us get like real personal real deep Jamila reveal some things I reveal some things so if you have not listened to that episode as yet please go back it's going to change your life I mean all our episodes change your life but that one was like wow that was wow. yeah it was really good yeah it was really good and i think it definitely gave us a lot of gems yeah for us to hold on to and for us to continue to think about and now when sometimes now now when things are happening i'm like is this the universe talking to me here again (laughs) (laughs) it's coming back to because it loves me so much to tell me to address this thing again (laughs) so speaking of addressing things Jamila and I have been having this conversation, which of course we're now going to bring to you tonight yes. on, our, on this episode of Shut Up and Listen. And we're going to talk about, in essence, we're going to talk about strategy and the difference between strategy, tactics, and hope and desperation, basically. <laughs> so we were, we were actually, so before we hopped on, we were having a conversation. And what we noticed that there are a lot of companies here, especially here in Trinidad and Tobago, that, you know, they have a lot of sales, they have a lot of um, discounts and those types of things. And the conversation just led to what we're going to talk about tonight, which is, let me check my notes. There's no shortcut to success. There really isn't. Jimmy, what do you think? I agree. And, um, there is no shortcut to success. I mean, this is an organic growth process and there are certain things that need to be present in order for you to grow in a solid and strong way. There is what you find yourself as in a cycle of reaching to a certain point and then kind of going back downhill. You will never have the momentum to go all the way uphill, you know, drive up that hill, that hill and picture that hill made of money and you only reach the middle of the hill and your car powers out and you have to go back down. You yeah. know, you never really get to the peak of that mountain. You never really reach the summit. And that's because um, a lot of people really operate with no strategy. We operate yeah. 
out of a place of um, being scared, uh, of being in a rush, hurried, yeah. and never really taking the time to appreciate the fact that a relationship takes time to be built. And essentially, this is what is necessary when it comes to selling people anything. And of course, the more expensive the product is or the services, the more time it takes to build that relationship. That's just that's just the crux of the matter. So first of all, we're going to be looking at um, sometimes what drives business decisions. What, what are the things that lead people to make a choice in their business that I will do this and not do that? And what making decisions without a strategy looks like, right? So um, I know, well, Carla, we were discussing before we came on that, you know, one of the ways that we can identify whether or not somebody has a strategy is whether or not they, whether or not they, basically their, their business decisions kind of change from week to week, you know, they wait to day see the results of day to day, day, to day, day week to day. week, you know, they may have a sale now and then they may be, they may slash prices then and then you might see them have a new product on the shelf and then they might see them offering a new service and it's like, you know, they keep shifting the goalposts keep shifting for them because they're not quite, sh- they give them themselves like a really short time span to score the goal. And when they don't score the goal after like two, tr- two tries, they're like, okay, this is obviously not working. I'm going to move on. What say you? Agreed. I feel like there are so many persons out there, like they don't have a clear path or a clear direction or a clear goal as to what it is that they, they actually want to focus on. And that happens sometimes when you have so many different ideas in your head, you're not sure which one is the best one or which one you should do now. So you want to try and do all at the same time and it never actually works. It never actually works. And I think, um, a lot of us entrepreneurs, we fall into that trap very easily. And one of the other things that makes us fall into that trap as well is when things happen, when things happen, and that's why I talked about hope and desperation, right? When things happen around us, we're like, oh my God, I need to do this and I need to do that. I need to make some quick cash. What is something quick and easy that I could just do? And there's no real thought process behind how am I going to do all of this? How is this going to work out? What is the plan at the end of the day? And as you write, before you said, Jamila, the goalposts keep shifting. It keeps moving. And there's no, and at the end of the day, nothing really comes out of it in the long run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing comes out of it because it, it's like, it's like putting up seed in dirt and hoping that it grows in like one week, you know, and you're like, okay, maybe this dirt is not good. Let me dig the seed out and replant it somewhere else. Oh, okay, maybe this environment is not good. Let me dig the seed out and plant it somewhere else. You know, if you would just give the thing time to rest. But what's more important than that is that you actually have to ensure that all of the things that contribute to that seed having any chance of growing are in the right balance and are actually there. So that when you make decisions, it's not because you're scared mm-hmm. um, or something suddenly happens and then, you're like, oh my gosh, I need to make a large inflow of cash now. Mm-hmm. Or um, my items are close to expiry date, so I have to find a way to sell these now. Or um, my, my billing cycle for my bills are due, so I need to do this now. And, and I understand the struggle that sometimes people face with having to make decisions with regard to um, looking for money, I guess, in their business. But I can tell you, 
what needs to happen in a state like that, and, and I'm telling you this from personal experience, is that the problem, if you find that you're constantly in a state of having to try to sell something now, the problem is bigger than you having to sell that thing now. The problem is that you're probably not managing things in a way that um, allows you the flexibility and the space to have things grow, right? So maybe that means you need to cut your expenses. Whatever you're doing, you need to cut your expenses, right? If you have a too, many, too many bills, cut some of those bills. You need to cut some of your overhead so that you give yourself the room to develop and grow and allow things to, the time to grow. So you don't want to be in a desperation strategy, right? If it means you need to, and we're talking to the service-based business owners here, um, if it means you need to get a job or you need to kind of get a contract to keep yourself afloat, to give your business the time to grow. If you are a product-based business and it means that you probably need to cut some of your product from your line because it's just too much to sustain, right? It means that's what you're going to have to do. So you're going to have to make some tough decisions. You're going to have to be almost like an economist for yeah. But yourself running a country and as an economist, you have to make hard decisions as to what you need to cut. But be aware that that only lasts for a short time. Once you make those changes, you start to, you actually start to see immediate, the immediate um, effect of not having to be stressed and stretched, trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to make this money? How am I going to sell now? You know, give yourself that space to grow. That's what, and that's what I would say about that. Definitely. And I just want to take a little, I just want to take a little step back guys because um one of the things jamila and i were talking about was the difference between strategy and tactics and and i feel like yeah. a lot of people they don't really show um what is the real difference or even what a strategy is i mean we throw the word around all the time um but we're not really clear on what a strategy is so i i think let's start with tactic because i feel like a lot of us see tactics all over and we don't realize that they're tactics so mm-hmm. you, having a sale that's a tactic that should be part of a bigger strategy, right? You know, um, having, uh, some sort of promotion, uh, even using social media is a tactic because using social media mm-hmm. should be part of an overall plan, which brings me to strategy. Strategy is this is my goal. This is my plan. This is how I want to get to it. And this is, these are the different things I will use in order to get to that goal. Whether that goal is a financial goal or it is a business goal in terms of growth, like whatever that might look like, right? So that's why as a marketer, I always say everybody's strategy is different. You can't look at this person and say, oh my God, they're doing a sale this weekend. I need to do a sale as well. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's part of their overall strategy, right? That makes sense for them, but it doesn't make sense for you right now. Reducing your prices or having a two for one or whatever that might look like is not the tactic that should be um, implemented by you right now, because it's not where you want to be. It's not taking you closer to your goals. So I hope that clears it up. I mean, just think of it, the strategy, big picture tactics, the steps you take to get to that goal, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that, and that's pretty much it, you know. The, the strategy is really like the like the roadmap, like the, the blueprint, you know, the overall, the overall that gives you the big picture. That's exactly what Carla said. And the tactics are the things that you do to take you to that place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yes, I agree 
agree with everything that you said. And I think it's, it's important to understand um, the difference because a lot of people think they're using strategies, but they're not. Yeah. Right? Your strategy is like your North Star, the thing that guides every decision. So if you, so, here's how you know whether you're on track or not. If you want to host, have a sale, take a look at your strategy and ask yourself: Is this in line with one, my brand? Is this in line with two? my goals is this in line with three my resources right is this in line with where i would like to end up if though any of those things the answer to any of those things is no it's not a, it's not a good tactic it's for you to execute tactic. at the time mm-hmm. right if it takes you out of alignment with your brand position in the market if you can't afford it the resources are too much or it will have too much of a strain on the people that you're working with right if you are um unable to really execute it in a way that keeps your reputation where it is, that is not for you. So remove that as a tactic from where you, as from a tactic from your overall plan. And you'd find that you feel yourself, find yourself being a lot less stressed and you will know how to say no. You will know yeah. how to say, well, no, this is not for me. No, I will not do this. No, I will not do that. And you actually see the thing when you roll it out over time and the beautiful thing about using a tactic that works in alignment with your strategy is that you can use it over and over and over yeah. and over it's again. Repeatable people. Yes. Repeatable. It's a repeat. Exactly. And you get the results from it every time because it checks all the boxes, you know, it's within your resource range or within your budget range. It is within your brand range. Um, it's within your goal range. The things in alignment with where you want to be. It's taking you closer and closer to your goal. So I'll give you an example, right? So this year I wanted to um, host a summit in February in line with our carnival uh, for our soccer artists. But I sat and I did the, I did apply, did a feasibility study on it. And I said to myself, you know what? This tactic is not good for me now because it's taken me away from my personal branding goals. Not because I could do a summit means I should do it, mm-hmm. right? So the summit would have been great to get my name out there, but is it really in alignment with where I want to be goals-wise? Not really. Is it really taken into consideration the audience I would like to engage? Not really, you know? So I had to ask myself, is this really in alignment for me? And, and the answer was no, so I had to cut it. You know what I mean? So, so those are the things that, help you determine whether or not something is for you um, or if it's not for you. And this includes anything along. I mean, Carl, you mentioned it before. If it's, if you want to have a sale, 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 and you know, you kind of train people to expect sales. So regardless of what goes on, you know, that I can wait for another month to get this on sale because I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure they will bring a, a sale and slash the price by so much and so much. So you are constantly selling below your margins just to be able to get people in your store. Right. And that is not a habit you want to uh, inculcate in people at all because you will always be struggling to survive. Yes, guys. And this is like true stories we're telling you. We actually know people that make um, their strategies, and I'm using quotes here, their strategies based on tactics and they make their strategies based on price. And what happens is that they train people. They're like, oh, well, I'm going to have this greatly reduced. product on sale for this period of time but you already know in your mind that they're going to bring it back at some point in the future so you wait you wait and here in Trinidad and Tobago we are famous for that I mean we have carnival sales that go into Easter sales that go into Mother's Day sales so you're effectively training your audience to just sit down and wait for a sale because that's when I know I'm going to get the best price 
rather than give me a reason to shop, which brings us back to our strategy. How do you even start with a strategy? How do you start to develop a strategy? And it all starts with your why. Why yeah. are you even here on earth doing yeah. what you do? Why are you in business? Why should people care about what you do and what you what you offer and like why 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 does this all matter and why should it because once you get back to your why then the how the what everything else is going to fall into place you will know exactly okay i need to focus on these people because of this is the reason and i want to get to this school you'll know what tactics to use in order to reach those people and it all starts with deep down yeah. inside what if what is your why am i even here why is why is all of this even important to the people that i serve and why is it important to me and why should they care Jamila? yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean can i tell you something like i do not use the word discount in my no business. no i don't because i don't believe in that because I don't discount the level of service I give to people. Um, so I don't discount the work. I give you more value. You say you want the, let's say I can add a bonus, right? And I probably wouldn't increase the price, but I definitely do not do discounts. And this is especially for people in service-based businesses. So maybe people in product-based businesses, you know, they may be able to get away with discounts uh, more easily simply because, you know, products have a lifespan. Mm -hmm. Well, most products at the, at the very least have a lifespan and, you know, there will come a point where you will need to get things off your hand um, if you don't really want to lose totally on the product. But you see, when it comes to service and me giving you the best service and giving you the best advice and giving you a, a tactics and strategies at work, there's no discount on that. So I don't even entertain discounts. I don't know about you guys, but I don't do that, Right. I don't do that at all because I'm planning to give you 100% of 100% every <laughs> single time. Yes, and we right? have we so, have seen where that has worked negatively for a lot of people where they have discounted their services or they have discounted their packages and stuff like that. And, you know, they fell into this, this, this wormhole, if you're going to call it, of constantly having to reduce their price and in constantly having to reduce their price they're consistently attracting a certain type of person and they find themselves just in this vicious cycle of i need to discount my price to get more people but the kind of people that i'm getting only paying this certain price and that is very very difficult to get out of we have seen it we we see it with some of the people that we know that we observe and we really would not like any of our listeners to fall into that trap. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, I, I didn't even think about that one, but I want to so true in terms of, <laughs> of attracting the same, oh my God, the same people over and over again. Over like, over. oh, it's after a while you're like, people will never pay more. And the thing of it is, in order for you to attract different, you know what you have to do? You have to get a whole new audience. Oh, yep. You will have to actually do the work to rebuild an entirely new audience. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, and I'm telling, and I actually experienced this because when I was speaking to my mentor, I was telling her that, you know, I really want to be able to um, engage people beyond well, my book and that kind of thing. And she's like, yeah, you're going to have to build a whole new audience, boo. <laughs> you don't have to build a whole new audience because she said the people that you have right now bless their heart this is what this is where they're at 
right? But if you want to be able to really dive deep with people and really see them through to the finish with regard to their brand and helping them really see, take people from stranger to colleague, to, to, to stranger to, to contact, sorry, to customer, to advocate, you're really going to have to walk with people all the way through. And that means you're going, they're going to have to invest in, at a certain level for that kind of coaching. And that means you're going to have to start engaging with people at a different level. And when she said that, I realized that, okay, I get it. So instead of sitting there frustrated with the people, like, you know, they're not buying, realize that you're not even talking to the right audience anymore. Yeah. Because the things that you're selling, just they're, they're probably not going to buy it. Nope. They're not going to buy it. You understand what I'm saying? So you really do have to move on at a certain point in time when you continue to operate in a de- from a desperation strategy, as Carla says. You know, because you realize that you always be attracting the same people, which yeah, is like because, um, not where you want to be. And people smell desperation, huh? Eh? I mean, just put it out there. Of course, people smell that. People know when you're willing to do whatever to make some money. And they will, and some people will take advantage of that. And you really don't want to have to deal with that in your business. And as Jamila said earlier, like we totally understand things happen, right? Life happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you get yourself into some financial binds, but don't allow these external factors to remove you from what you know you should be doing. Don't let these external factors remove you from your why, because as I mentioned before, your why will determine your what and your how right and you if you lose track of your why chances are you'll end up in a fog you'll end up with your brain in a fog where you will not yeah, know sure. what to do right so yeah Jamila? so essentially what we're saying here is um ask yourself if you want to be around for a long time or if you're here for a good time because oh, good okay. times are fast and they're fun and they're fun but yeah, but they don't last very long. Um, but long times, you know, long times aren't always fun. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's hard. And sometimes, you know, especially in the beginning when you're building, you know, you're going to have to spend a long time, especially like, for example, let's say you're trying to monetize your personal brand and you don't have a job, right? You're going to have to get a job, baby. Yeah. Because it takes a while for you to really build that. The other night I was in a clubhouse room with um, Nas Daily and he was talking about, you know, how they took a while to monetize and they've been around for like about i would say about two three years before they actually started because now they started off of video creation courses and how you could create your own series and then they only recently started selling courses in content creation and stuff but they have been creating stuff for a long time look at the guy who started humans of new york documented people yeah. in pictures he wasn't getting paid he wasn't getting paid but now he has enough so he has enough um of a social following and he has enough influence to be able to get people to donate contribute help people and he can actually sell his books on the people from humans of new york so it does take time but you have to be long you have to be long-winded you have to be uh long-term in your vision and you can't be short-sighted or short-sighted and if you find yourself always in a cycle of being under pressure as i said you need to the problem is bigger than just that situation it means that you're not managing your resources properly and and you're you're probably in a state where you need to probably get a job or get something to pay every pay your bill so that you could take your time and build your thing properly that's really important if your business is going through that and you, you, you probably need to downsize you need to ask yourself reevaluate how could i build this thing properly so that I could continue this for a long time. Yeah. Who am I? 
What is my brand? And as a result, what type of strategy would a brand like mine have? Who are we talking to? Who are we trying to engage? What type of relationship are we building with our audience? All right. Yeah. And I just so, want to add when you talked about, you know, if you want to be here for a good time or a long time and good times are fun and they're fleeting, yes, but you're also going to be chasing that high every single yeah. time and you will get tired yeah. of trying to chase that high. You didn't get into business to be chasing things. You got into business so that people yes. are chasing you to give you their money. Yes, baby, so they, hello. Yeah, hello, that's hello. your re- that was your reason, this. right? So you don't need to be running behind people all the time. You want people to run behind you. And yes, it takes a little while, right? But nothing good yes. happens overnight. Nothing good happens fast. You really need to take your time. and. One of the main things that you need to have in business is patience. And I'm telling you, I never used to have patience before, but you have to have patience now because things happen in their own time, but they always happen if you have the right plan and you execute that plan accordingly. Yeah. So guys, I mean, that's it. I mean, there's one last thing here that we talked about and we mentioned before, and it really just kind of, kind of comes back to you being um, built for longevity. And that is try to avoid jumping on trends and switching up your marketing uh, yeah. movements based on a trend in the market. Like a lot of people do that. And sometimes the trend from a tactical point of view, or from a messaging point of view, could be kind of funny, but you have to really know if that could really fall in line with your brand. So it needs to have the backing of some sort of solid basis, but you can't just be um, jumping on here unless you know you plan to, okay, so for example, lots of people started to get into mask making with the, with the COVID, right? Mm-hmm. There are people who will make money from masks, but they have to know that that's not a long-term business. I don't know if in five years time, if a mask business will be as profitable as it is now right? Given the fact that, you know, we're getting vaccines and, you know, the numbers are dropping in different places. What, a, what, a, what could a mass business be a long-term business? That's a trend at the moment and it will be sustained at the moment. But even now, I think those sales are dropping off because people have masks now, right? Now, if people want more masks, it's because their masks may have been lost or probably got burnt up in a fire, but <laughs> people have masks and masks will last. They will wash them and reuse them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's really... It's really so you can't really base your whole business on something like that. That is something that's trending now, mm-hmm. and um, that will go away after a certain point in time. Yeah. But if you continue to serve people's needs as opposed to getting on a trend, you will always be relevant in the market. I second that totally. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, that right, guys, so short and sweet this week, especially after the week we yeah. had last week with. Carissa, I know that was a lot. Yes. So short and sweet this week, guys. I hope you are fulfilled with the information that we're giving you. We hope that you dig deep and figure out your why. And from that, decide on what your strategy and next steps would be. At the end of the day, it's going to be unique to you. And if you need any help, I mean, Jamila and myself, we're here to assist you any way we can. Yes, please, guys. And I also want to tell you, I'm on Clubhouse now. Please go connect with so me. Off now. I, so off. <laughs> yes, no, Carla will be here very soon on Clubhouse. 
So who knows? We might even host a room or two um, for our shut up and listen people, so we can actually talk about some of the topics that we cover here on this podcast, mm-hmm. right? So um, it would be really cool if you guys could follow me at Jamila Bannister. I'm actually part of a room called Digital Thinkers, and every day at seven seven a.m. we give advice and tips on digital marketing so check me out there um as soon as carla comes on which should be any day now um you guys will hear from us on <laughs> there. okay all right guys so we hope you have a fantastic week and you enjoy this episode continue to follow us and connect with us check us out on the facebook page and check us out uh on linkedin and on instagram carla at carla communications myself at jamila bannister and I think that's it for this week. Yeah. Thank you guys for being here with us. And as always, continue to shut up and listen. And listen. Bye, guys. Bye. You have just been enlightened and entertained by Jamila Bannister and Carla Johnson on the Shut Up and Listen podcast. We expect that you will be listening next week. To keep up with us while you wait, connect with me, Jamila, on social media by searching J. Bannister Branding on Facebook, JB Branding on Instagram, or Jamila Bannister on LinkedIn. To keep up with Carla, search for Carly Media on Facebook and Instagram, or Carla Williams Johnson on LinkedIn.